Welcome back to We're Not the Same. I'm Katie. And I'm Brian. And today we are going to be talking about fasting, coming off of a 21-day social media fast and talking about biblical fasting and what we've learned about that topic so far. We're super excited about it. Let's dive in. All right, so episode three here of the the new year, and I think we we're excited to talk about fasting today. Uh, this is something that you know we've kind of brought you all along on our faith journey, and we've been learning a lot about faith and doing different things. And this year, we were excited to partake in our churches uh, was leading a twenty one day corporate fast, um, and we really didn't know what that meant last year, and uh, so we didn't really partake or really know what really what to do. So. Um, but this time we've learned a lot more and we want to share more about what we've learned about fasting um, and what we ended up doing for that and just kind of share just more about that. And we are certainly not experts and we're continuing to grow in our faith. And I think for us, this this corporate fasting is really just starting out the new year by giving up something um, and in the effort to spend more time with God. So I think oftentimes fasting is in the secular world a per- touted as a, a health benefit to, as you fast, you know, you give up food items for the sake of jumpstarting your metabolism or kicking in your ketones or things like that to, to feel better or to lose weight or, you know, do something to kick your body into gear. And that's not what biblical fasting is about. So biblical fasting is the intent is to improve your relationship with God and spend more time with him. Through, par- through prayer, ultimately, um, and fasting allows you to do that because you're giving up something in a, to get your heart right and to spend more time with God. Lean on God because you don't need the food or the thing that you that you were fasting from, uh, and that's really the intent. And oftentimes, I think that lands as a good thing to do at the beginning of the new year because you're trying to give up something and do better in the beginning of the year. So I think it aligns well. And that's why churches in our churches is, is doing this 21 day fast. Um, so that's a little bit more about fasting. We'll talk more as, as we go, but hopefully that lays a good groundwork for those of you who are curious about fasting or have often probably heard about it as a, just touting it as a health benefit. Yeah. when we have shared before, we both grew up in the Catholic church and so the fasting, I don't know if that word was really used, but during Lent every year we would fast or give up something mm-hmm. um, for the period of Lent before Easter. So I think that was like our experience with, that was our only experience with fasting up until recently. And I think we still partake in Lent and we have, you know, in all the years up until now, I think it feels weird for me just as that was something that you know, growing up was always a big priority, you know, a big focus. So I, I still think that is great. And so now I guess we'll be adding this on. Yeah, for sure. No, like that's what I, I mean, when we started talking about fasting, like for me, Lent makes a lot of sense. And I think absolutely observing Lent is a good thing to do because it's, it's 40 days prior to Easter, which I don't know, last year, I think as we deepened our faith, like I, I'm like, super excited and like lit up about Easter and just like even more passionate about it than Christmas. Like maybe because I was somewhat passive, you know, somewhat passionate about Christmas and like the meaning of Christmas and all that. But like 
all you Christians out there, like Easter is the foundation of our faith. Like yeah, the basis Jesus of the faith. dying and resurrecting three days later, like that is Christianity. So right. obviously he had to be born in order for that to happen. Well, so. we celebrate his birth <laughs> because that happened. Like, yeah, Christmas is important. <laughs> but like this is the pinnacle of our faith. And to have, I don't know, have an Easter bunny just overlaid with it, it's just ridiculous to me. But anyway. Well, we were actually, the girls and I were actually talking about Easter today and because I I was looking at the calendar and I noticed this year Ash Wednesday falls on Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. So Avery was asking like, what is Ash Wednesday? And so then I go into my whole explanation yep. and on. I was telling her about how some people actually call it Resurrection Day. They don't really use the word Easter. Mm-hmm. She was like, well, Resurrection Day makes a lot more sense to me than Easter. I was like, yeah, Good girl. it really does. <laughs> I know. I feel like very passionate about it. So we will yeah. just continue to be more focused on that for sure. But that's why to me, Lent does make a lot of sense. And I absolutely want us as a family to observe what the the Catholic faith calls Lent, mm-hmm. the Lenten season. Um, and yeah, we get you typically gave up something and then um, it was always like no meat on Friday too. Yep. Was, was the other thing. So Or they used to just do like no meat on Lent. I think my grandma does that. Oh, okay. She does no meat on Friday year round and then no meat at all during Lent, I think. Got it. So I was watching, of course, over the years, it's like gotten weaker, you know? Oh, of course. Well, I watched a thing today about like different types of fast, like different styles of fasting. And there's one, I think it's called like the absolute fast, which is like no eating or drinking. And like, that's, can be dangerous. You um, need water at least. Well, Paul did after he on the road to Damascus. He it was fasting for three days, so he did no water and no food. Um, okay, well, yeah, they so say like, three days you can go without water. Yeah, I know. I, when 20. I read that story, I was like, okay, he's he's pushing the three days. Um, you can't do twenty one days with no water. No, but then the next one was like, yeah, they basically just the liquid fast, like no food, which is the yeah. one that seems to be. They don't. It doesn't like specifically call out drinking really when jesus is fasting or others are fasting it's just it talks about being hungry so mm-hmm. implied like not eating um it doesn't actually specify about the the liquids or hmm. not i think what we are going to probably discuss more as it comes down to yes you know what's gonna bring you closeness to god and and the practice of it not the legalism yes exactly but just to round off the discussion the other one was like a, a like elimination of something specific so like people often refer to it like the daniel's fast where he like didn't do meat he just did the vegetables and i think it was fruit too but so like they choose something to eliminate from their diet oh, okay so for this fast something that i have been struggling with for a long time and finally decided to put my foot down for myself is social media and so i dun, dun, dun. just did no social media platforms at all for 21 days, which sounds like something that is like really not that big of a deal and should be easy to do. But again, for me, it was something that was taking up a lot of my time, taking up a lot of my focus and just becoming like an addiction, honestly. You know, it it feels painful to call it that, but when you know something is bad for you and you still continue to do it, that's pretty much what an addiction is. So it's been good to take a break from that. And I wanted to go into like a little bit more about social media and the negative effects of it and why everyone should take time away 
regularly, you know, and then also what, what I have been thinking about during this time of like, how do I want to move forward with social media coming out of this fast? Because I certainly don't want to just redownload the apps tomorrow and go right back into my old habits, you know, because really 21 days is not even enough to form new habits. Yeah. Um, you know, from not a biblical perspective, but just you read books on habits and, and it's like 90 days to form habits. <laughs> yeah. 10,000 hour or whatever they say. Yeah. I've shared many times that I'm an avid, you know, podcast listener, ebook or audiobook listener. And, you know, I like to just listen, gather information and all this. I, I have heard, you know, many of the podcasts that I listen to end up having a guest on that talks about the subject of social media because obviously it's very prevalent in our society today and affects a lot of people. So I have learned tidbits over probably the last couple years about social media and the way it affects our brains, the way it affects our children's brains. And so I just looked up a few of the statistics before this so I could make sure I'm getting it right. But um, you know, the first one that I noticed was the increase in depression in young people. I feel like it's got to affect everyone, not just <laughs> young people, but they are, you know, the worst offenders when it comes to time spent on social media. But it was interesting because the study showed that like starting in 2012, we've just seen this steady increase in depression in young people. And I specifically recall that I joined Instagram in 2012. I'm pretty sure it mm. came out in 2010, but it started to really take off and get more popular starting in 2012. So pretty much from the onset of social media, it has been to, of a detriment to all of us. So even though we used to just share grainy pictures of our, <laughs> you know, lunch or whatever <laughs> it was, like that started changing literally changing our brains and the way that we interact as a society. I remember we had a lot of fun in college and stuff. I was your photographer and you would take pictures of like your shoes and your bracelets. And so <laughs> it was like a bracelet and shoe pick. And then like we would try to get good yeah. lighting and do all this like around campus and stuff. That's Outfit of the day. Started my blog, started my Etsy shop, apparently started my Instagram and all those things. <laughs> it was fun. So there's other studies that show that taking a break from social media, not even, you know, quitting it forever, but just taking breaks from social media can actually increase your view of yourself and your perception of, you know, your level of happiness with your life. And I, I mean, we don't need a study to tell us that, right? Like what's the number one thing that people struggle with on social media? Comparison. And we all know the saying, like, comparison is the thief of joy and all these things. And obviously, if you're constantly seeing everyone else's life and what they're doing, even subconsciously, you're going to be comparing that to what you have or what you're doing. And that is just really unhealthy to be doing that every day, like throughout the day, every day. And especially, I think, in the motherhood space, it's already hard enough to feel like you know what you're doing as a mom. And so then to just be having the input of so many other sources coming in, it just adds to the confusion, adds to the comparison, and adds to the burden of trying to figure out like, okay, how am I going to raise these 
kids. <laughs> yeah, and I would agree that it's, you know, it it is certainly a trap that I feel like you get in the trap of the the scrolling, uh, whatever the scrolling dungeon or whatever, where you're just keep scrolling doom and getting scrolling. doom scrolling and just the it's always there and they always have something for you to just look at. And I feel like we do get a, a dopamine hit from looking forward to to looking at our phone to go through something. And we find it as a way to relax and get away from the world and all of that. And we, I think we rationalize and we'll talk more about that, but just like it makes us feel better and gives us a break. And But really it's not good and there's so much more we could be doing, which yeah. I think everybody knows. That's why it's like, you know it's bad. <laughs> right you know it's bad like these are all things that we know we shouldn't be doing but it's like what's the why and more so like what did you and I, you'll get into this like what did you experience during this 21 day fast and i certainly noticed a lot of a good fruits from it as well so yeah it, it was a good thing to give up yeah so you mentioned the dopamine hits and it's interesting because i mean obviously they design it to keep you to keep you on and it's like this weird phenomenon where you're getting these dopamine hits but it's at the same time it's increasing your anxiety as you scroll through and you know I'm a big comment section reader so I'll read <laughs> comments and you know I have certainly had my fair share of like debating people in comments which is just gets absolutely nowhere and is not an effective use of time so definitely gonna try to stay away from doing that <laughs> um uh, outside of maybe on my own posts responding to comments, but it just, you know, people say the most ridiculous things on the internet as everyone knows because they just feel anonymous and they feel empowered to just say whatever whatever it is that they want to say. But the, the dopamine thing, went, an interesting thing that I learned a while back was actually the way social media just retrains our brain and like the literal pathways within our brain. And so if you're in the habit, like I was, of just kind of waking up and reaching for your phone first thing, you're getting that dopamine hit every day. And so then your brain comes to expect it. And so it changes your baseline of dopamine needs or I don't, know, I don't know how to phrase it right but basically you end up at a deficit if you start your day and you don't look at it like when you first wake up you're really at a deficit and then you you need that you know few minutes of scrolling or whatever before you can feel like you're ready to start your day and so it's just not a good thing and for a time I you know had made it to where like, okay, I'm going to make sure I at least like get out of bed and get ready for the day before I pick up my phone. But then, you know, that doesn't last forever and you fall back into your old ways and yep. um, stuff like that. So these are just kind of the, the science that backs up the common sense and like the knowledge that we all have as users of social media. Um, but there are also positives of social media and that's what like keeps us coming back for more so like for me I've talked a lot about my community on social media and mm. how much I enjoy and you know like that's literally been a lot of the friendships that I've had over the last few years have been through these apps and finding like-minded people and like friends that we will send voice memos back and forth to each other to talk about different topics you know just because we don't live near each other, so we can't be hanging out, but we can connect through 
social media. So that's something that is why I don't want to just like be like, well, I'm just done with social media forever because that that's valuable enough to me. Also, the knowledge, a lot of the learning that has happened over the past few years like has started mm-hmm. through social media and people sharing things the way that we're now trying to yeah to exactly. give back and it. yeah <laughs> be part of that um and then finally business i mean that's initially how i ever even got onto social media was from a business perspective and certainly you know i'm not one of these girls on there of like i make six figures a month <laughs> yeah i don't even be believe cool those people there's too many of them for it to possibly (laughs) be all true but um you know our family has certainly benefited over the years from the different avenues yeah that i've had with social media and with having following that i've grown over the past over a decade now that's wild which is crazy that is crazy. (laughs) 2012 is 12 years ago Ah. so with all those pros they don't it's hard to say what outweighs the cons but that's why i I am going to continue to be on social media but moving forward i'm trying to have some strategies in place as to how to not fall victim Mm -hmm. to what facebook wants which you know i'm sure most of you know facebook owns instagram so they've got a bit of a monopoly going there so one of the things that i want to do is to unfollow a lot of accounts. I mean, I think I looked today just to see and I follow like almost a thousand accounts. Wow. Which is just, I mean, I'm I'm not seeing everything from all of them, obviously. Like we know Instagram. Yes. Wow. The way the algorithm works and all that. But I pretty much want to just follow the people that I consider my community. You know, my my real friends. And my friends that I've made on Instagram. And that's really it. So I'm really going to be paring that down. And then you can set your homepage to be showing only the people you're following. That's so, like, crazy you know, that it allows like, you to do that. So many suggested posts or whatever. Yeah. I think it'll still so- show you suggestions at the end. But you can reach the bottom of like you're all caught up, it'll say. Wow. If you're not. The hidden settings. Yeah. Reminds me of like then how to do some like Nintendo 64, like push the AVAB plus <laughs> thing. Cheat codes. <laughs> the cheat codes to get in. So doing that, setting, you know, screen time limits or specific app time limits, stuff like that, hmm. just to help, you know, create those boundaries for myself. And then also just recognizing the benefits that I've seen from spending less time on my phone. It's awesome. And like all the things that I've been able to accomplish, like having, you know, seen, seen that happen. Like obviously we've got a baby coming, you know, within the next few weeks. So there's going to be plenty to do to keep me busy. And the other thing I started at the start of this year was reading a chapter of the New Testament a day. And so I've been able to spend time not just like quickly reading through it on my phone, but actually picking up my real Bible and reading it and journaling and having more time spent in prayer and all those things. And so that was another comment that I wanted to make of like fast through fasting, it can reveal idols in your life Mm -hmm. that, you know, either you didn't recognize or you just weren't willing to admit were idols to be able to say like, yeah, this was just 
distracting distracting me from my time that I should be spending with God. And so that's horrible. <laughs> that is. Yeah. And I mean, I, I struggle with this too. And, you know, I did a modified version of just no shorts and all these things over these, these two days. And I even noticed like, it definitely forces you to be like, okay, I'm gonna, I need to do something different. And it's really refreshing. Yeah. And you don't really need it. Like, that's what, I mean, I totally get your points of like your friendships and stuff. And then I acknowledge all the things that we've learned through social media over the past several years. So there's definitely the benefit, but this is the year, especially now with the election and all that coming up, it's going to be outrageous, all yes. of everything. So it's been nice. Yeah, I think that like, was another aspect for me too, getting more into politics and following a lot of political accounts, which before this fast, I had unfollowed a lot, a lot of political accounts because it was just enraging me, honestly. Like every time yep. I would, I would see different things and it just enrages you, even if it's, you know, an account that you agree with and they're sharing something to show how like, Oh, look yeah. how terrible this is. Like you're still seeing that and it's enraging you. And so, oh, you know, now I, I totally am out of the loop. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and you know, my life is probably better for that. Like I don't, I didn't need to know what was going on yep. and you really don't, you know, I mean to, to a certain extent, I guess, or, to the extent that that played a part in our transformation and our knowledge that we have now. But now that that's through, it's like, yeah, the election, I mean, it's two sides of the same coin. Yep. It's, all, it, it's all a show. Yeah. And I, I'm sure people would argue like, oh, you need to know what's going on before you vote. And it's like, well, yep. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> but you can do that once it gets to the point of deciding, like, you don't need to hear, like, you know, they're saying the same thing everywhere they go. So, like, before the election, just do a little research yeah. on, on who's actually ends up actually being on the ballot and then go from there. Like, you don't need to know every place they went to go talk to Iowa or New Hampshire or all these. Like, yeah, it's going to shake out. Like, that's why it, there's a whole line of things that go on. So, well, in all know. of our, you know, a lot of what we've been doing is nesting, cleaning, organizing shifting things around. Um, I think in the last episode we shared that it was like the first night of the girls sharing their room. Yes. So update, it has not really been going too well. It's been no. a major um, transition. So if we seem a little tired, that's why. But well, We're glad we're doing it now. <laughs> we're, we're getting through it. But regardless, the point is that since we've been doing all this cleaning, I've been trying to like sell a few things through the next door app, which is like your surrounding neighborhoods but yeah. it's essentially it, it is basically a social media site like people post stuff and i'm i think it's a lot of older people mm. you know that don't really have much going on and i'm just like okay this is like something you put on facebook for your personal friends not for your whole community yeah you know the know nearest that. 40 neighborhoods or whatever it is to read but even with that i would like find myself getting annoyed by what people were saying or just I just I like truth <laughs> I like reality you know even when it's harsh so I just hate when I see it's it's difficult for me to just move on you know stay quiet when I see somebody just post something that's completely out of left field and then not only that but then people just agreeing with them and supporting mm -hmm. that and like 
our this world truly hates truth. So it's and just to see everybody go back to their default programming of what they've just been programmed to say through all the news outlets and everything that they've had growing up from, you know, all the way back. Yeah. I don't like know. Like when what... you say like homeschooling, you think, oh, socialization. Like that's what yeah. I mean by like just your pre-programming. Yeah. I don't know what happened to the next door because it used to actually just be like about neighborhood happenings. And now yes. it's like a social media site where people. People just can't control themselves. Post all this stuff. And it's like, okay, I just want to know like when the next garage sale is, <laughs> you know, like I'm not yeah. trying to get into a heated or political that street debate. sign is going to be fit. You know, we're trying, we, we see the street sign yeah. and we're going to fix it or. Yeah, I like, you know. We're getting the alligator removed from the pond, you know, things like that. (laughs) Florida things. (laughs) So just to wrap up the social media segment before we move on to kind of just talking more biblical fasting, I'm moving forward. I want to focus on on creation more than consumption. I want to put things out into the world. I want to be a light and, you know, not just be somebody who, you know, is just one of the many. You know, I want to yes. want to stand on on my own, you know, platform that I'm trying to grow, that I've always been trying to grow, and focus on my community and not like trying to be like a member of somebody else's community and be the yeah. leader of my own community. There so we'll see how it goes, and you know, I'm very determined to not go back to my old ways. So I won't be doing that again. Yeah, and I believe that. You're very just on the just on the that. like fact alone that like that's what Facebook wants, you know. I was gonna say that's a good motivator for you. Yeah, it's like this is what the man stick it to the man. Yeah, you're a big anti anti establishment. Anti establishment. Yep, it's good. It's very good. Love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to be. So that's awesome. I'm very proud of you. You did a great job. Thanks. Saw a lot of fruit and uh, yeah. I mean, it's it was be awesome. It's you know, the first step is, is the hardest, like committing to, you know, it's the habits, part of my daily routine, talking to people, seeing what's going on, learning about different stuff, sharing things that brands have sent me, like doing all these things to then it's kind of like, oh, like what's going to happen if I step away? What's going to happen is no one is going to care. No one's going to notice. No one's going to care. You know, like, I mean, with the exception of like a few people who that are really my friends, you know, that might have be wondering like what's yeah. going on. Like, is she still pregnant? Like, <laughs> yeah, the baby come early. Well, it's, it's so just various things, but it's like the reality is that no one cares. cares about you. Everybody, like, no, everybody's self centered about there. It's just like at work. Like you feel like you you make such a difference and you're like part of the team and all this stuff. But I'm in an apartment where we have a lot of people who just naturally leave for like better positions or whatever. It's like kind of part of the culture, but. um, you know, you think you made such a big impact and, you know, we celebrate the people leaving and stuff. And then it's like, yep, we just backfill it with somebody else and you just keep moving. And it's like, well, you just think of the like, little bubbles of everybody's stories, you know, like yeah. your bubbles just not there. Like nobody's noticing, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> nobody really. Yeah. So, so you shouldn't stress about what's going to happen if I yeah. leave social media. But after, I, you know, after the first couple of days of just being done and I think I was just kind of fed up with it. I was to a point where it was like, yeah, why am I doing this? Like I literally hate it and I'm annoyed by, it. I even made reels about how I was so <laughs> aggravated by Instagram and then yet I'm still on it. So I was kind of just fed up with myself at, at that point. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, it really hasn't been that 
hard and I mean I don't even know that like tomorrow you know the the fast ends today of the 21 days but I don't know when I'll get around to I got a lot of things to do you know every day I have a lot of things on my list to do so I'm not really like gonna sit around and re-download apps Yes. Although my girls do have dance class tomorrow, so I guess that would be a time where I'm kind of just sitting there. <laughs> uh, that's true. I bring my book, but then like some of the other kids are there and they just like are very loud. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not exactly like a peaceful, you know, reading yes. environment. It's more like that is like that is an appropriate time to sit there and scroll your phone. You know, like you have an hour to just relax. You're not going to read. You're not going to be productive. You're just sitting there waiting for your kids in dance class. So use that time to look at social media. And then when you get home, like there's a million things you could be doing. That's so true. that's not the time to be sitting there looking at social media. Yeah, that's really good. So the other thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast was some more of the biblical fasting that I had the experience of doing a few times over the past month or so, uh, just called by the, the spirit and just, I think, talking through church as well of just doing an actual fast of giving up food. Um, so I actually ended up doing a, I wanted to do a day fast about a month ago or so. So I gave up, gave up food, just did, I just did water um, for a day. It actually ended up being more than 24 hours just because I felt like I was called to continue to continue to fast and I was finding fruit, fruit from it. I was definitely leaning on the word and, and praying, praying more. And, you know, God, talks about in the Bible how, you know, Jesus commands us to, you know, anoint ourselves with the oil and things when when you're fasting so that others don't know that you're fasting. Um, and I think having that as motivation in times of struggling during the fast was um, motivating and, and kept kept me going. So it was a good experience. And uh, I just don't think in this, you know, in our first world problems of we have an abundance of food and we snack all day and all of this. I don't think we believe it's possible to do a fast. Um, really like, I don't, I don't know. I think we're just so caught up with our, our daily lives. We don't think about the, the benefits of it, especially yeah. the biblical benefits, which is a big thing that is in the Bible. You know, we are obviously saved through faith alone, you know, in the, the, our faith of Jesus Christ who, who died for us and rose again, like we are saved through that fact. But also in the Bible, we're commanded to do these other things that have significance in the world and also seem to unlock, you know, kind of spiritual power that is somewhat a mystery of our faith um, because we don't know some of the things that we do in this natural world impact the the spiritual world that we don't fully understand. So like fasting is one of those things, fasting, praying, you even think about, you know, baptism and marriage and giving and all these things that, you know, we don't have to do those things to be saved yet there is so much significance of them in doing those acts in the Bible that is talked about. I mean, you know, baptism for one, like, you know, all through acts as people received the Holy Spirit, they immediately found like the nearest body of water and started getting baptized. It's like, did you need to get baptized to be saved? It's like, no, but that has such a significance of the journey and the spirituality that it's, and it's important thing to do. And fasting is one of those things. Well, I think all those things are, are a show of your mm -hmm. faith. So you're, you're not doing those things to earn salvation. Once, once you are saved, then you desire to do those things. And through professing your faith through action and growing 
you internally grow your faith through that. It's it's showing to others, but you're you're really benefiting yourself by seeing, you know, the result of doing these actions. And then that grows your faith and then that grows your connection to the spiritual, you know, power. That's probably the wrong way to say it, but you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So it yeah, it's a really it's a really cool experience to do. And um, there's a, you know, even Jesus, when he, before he starts his ministry, like he gets baptized by John, by John the Baptist in the, in the waters. And then um, he's called by the spirit into the wilderness for the 40 days where he's tempted by the devil. And all of that is like right before it like kicks off the ministry of Jesus Christ. Miracles like and... that, it kicks it off. So there's a lot to fasting for, a sense of st- for starting something new or getting through a significant struggle that you have, or, you know, it's, it's kind of a renewal and a chance to, um, get closer to God and, and start something different or change something about your life. So it's, it's more than the secular, secular world of health benefits. Um, it is truly a, a biblical thing that we should, that we should be doing. And I hope to do more of, and, um, eventually once you're not, supporting another yeah, human being <laughs> that we could do some fasting together. Not the time for me to, to be, uh, no, you need everything doing you the could. fasting, but, um, I'm sure the Lord understands. Yes. Got his little creation inside of here, which yep. is awesome. So anyway, I'd encourage you, like I said, this is the first time I've ever fasted in my entire life. And I would say, I don't know if it really wasn't talked about too much in the church. I think it's mentioned, but never really encouraged. I think Churches struggle a lot with fasting in a sense too, because I think there's a lot of, again, stigma and and worldly things about, well, what if you have like a medical condition or if I'm underweight or overweight or children or or all these things. So people just, or the church avoids it from a platform perspective. Um, But you really should. It's in the Bible and it's, it's a biblical thing to do. So I don't know. I am, we are not experts on it and we are just continuing to learn in faith and, and pray and, it is certainly something that I tried once or twice and had enjoyed the fruits of it and then tend to, to continue to do it. So, yep. I think it's something that you grow in and learn more about as do it. You know, nobody can really teach you or yeah, you can learn more about the, what the Bible says about it, the reasoning behind it, think about it theologically, but just doing doing it and and whether it's a full fast or people do a water fast or they do the one meal a day thing, you know, whatever it is, whatever it takes to draw you closer to God, ultimately that's the point that you're in our weakness, his power is made perfect. So relying on that power, you know, I think we move through our days by the grace of God, not, not always often having those opportunities to lean and rely fully on God's grace. But when you push yourself kind of to these limits and, you know, I don't think that, you know, like for me giving up the social media, I don't think that was really pushing me to a limit where I, I was like, Oh God, help me get through this. Like Mm -hmm. I, I really need to look at social media. You know, I was kind (laughs) of able to, to do it through my own strength. Thank God. You know, like I'm, I'm grateful that I wasn't that in deep, but 
certainly, you know, trying to get through a day without food, you know, that would certainly be a challenge for me to not only do that, but to do that without, you know, having an attitude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that goes back to the you place oil on your face so that they, no one knows that you're fasting. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, at the end of the day, it's about like God knows your heart, right? So it's it's yeah. what's your It's not about legalism, it's about Exactly. doing it for the right reasons. For sure. Yep. So we just wanted to, you know, talk about this as it's something that's going on in our lives right now and um as Brian said, we're not experts by any means. We're just babies in the faith. Super babies. Learning about <laughs> all these things including this topic, but we're blessed to have people in our lives that, you know, have more experience that have been helping us along the path and helping to, to guide our learning and understanding. So, yeah, absolutely. And of course, just have to share too, that, uh, definitely some spiritual warfare going on during this episode with, uh, we were just getting (laughs) to the point of like talking about this biblical fasting and the power and, and just how awesome God is and getting that relationship. And we get a a memory out of memory on our camera, and then we look down, and our microphone has is also bleeping that it's out of memory, but it didn't alert us, so it could have happened moments ago. Luckily, we didn't lose too much tape. But anyway, yes. and then our our daughter was crying out, so definitely a literally uh, all at once, all at once, right before we started talking about this. So um, the evil one doesn't want us to be talking about this, but here we are, and I hope it I hope it's on your heart. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Feel free to reach out if you have any questions or want to dive more in and. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review. It really, really helps us out. Yes. And any comments, if you're watching on YouTube, especially like we, we enjoy seeing or hearing from you guys. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Bye.